Welcome, dear listeners, back to the Cast Me to Hell campfire for Campfire Stories Part 2. As you learnt last Halloween, these stories will leave you in pure terror as you go insane try to work out, are these real? Tonight, on this Halloween's Eve, we have free stories to keep you up at night. So grab your blankets, grab a snack, and prepare for your first campfire story. Titled, A Knock on the Window. I lay in my bed, restless and alone. On a dark and silent night, I toss and turn in my bed, trying to find a comfortable spot, but I feel uneasy. Something about tonight just didn't feel right. I toss and turn, until finally I find a comfortable position. I close my eyes, but it doesn't make a difference. It's too dark in my room to see a thing anyways. I guess it takes time for my eyes to adjust to the darkness. I lay there. Still and silent, on a still and silent night. My body is relaxed, my mind is blank. I'm ready for some much needed rest. Instantly, the silence is shattered and my mind fills with fearful thoughts as my startled eyes flash open. It's almost undoubtedly the sound of a fist on glass, but no, it couldn't be. What would someone's motivation be to wake someone alone in their home? Think logically. If someone wanted to break in, why would they warn me with a knock? They would just break in, making a loud and obvious noise, or try to be as silent as possible. Why would they knock? Monsters don't exist. I could give myself some peace of mind and simply look out the window, but I'm facing the other way and I'm too timid to turn my head. Afraid of finding my greatest fear standing outside my window. What could it be, though? Maybe a couple of birds flew into my window? No, that's too unrealistic. Could a group of kids be running around late at night, knocking on windows to get a few laughs? It's a possibility. Come to think of it, maybe it was my imagination. Maybe I heard the usual creak in my house, and my paranoid mind has mistaken it for a knock. Nope, that definitely wasn't my imagination. Those damn kids are persistent. They don't want to quit until they get that reaction. Maybe some sick, twisted freak is standing outside, waiting for me to look so he can smash through and attack me. No, don't think that. Don't get paranoid. Besides, he's he's outside, I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. Monsters don't exist. Besides, I haven't moved yet. Hopefully those kids will think I'm a heavy sleeper and leave me alone. No, it can't be kids. No kid would wait around this long just to get a reaction from one lonely guy. They'd just get bored and move along. But what could it be? Why would a serial killer target me, of all people? Think logically. Monsters don't exist. Don't get paranoid. They're outside. I'm inside. 
until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. But if it's not a monster or some sort of killer, what could it be? Just pretend to be asleep, and maybe they'll go away. Oh god, I can't think of a noise I hate more than that persistent knock. Please go away. Just leave me alone and let me be. There's no hope. It's going to get in here and do sick and horrible things to me. Inhale. Take deep breaths. I can feel my heart pound out of my chest. Just relax. Monsters don't exist. Remember, they're outside, I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. Repeat that. Don't let your paranoia get the best of you. Just pretend to be asleep. Don't move a muscle. They're outside. I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. Monsters don't exist. Just pretend to be asleep and pray it will go away. They're outside. I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. Frightful tears begin to drip down my face. Monsters don't exist. Monsters do not exist. I begin to whisper to myself, they're outside, I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. They're outside, I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter, I know I'm safe. I can't take it anymore. I'm going going to go mad listening to these knocks. At least if I see what it is, I'll have a peace of mind. Take a deep breath, I repeat to myself. One more time. They're outside. I'm inside. Until I hear a shatter. I know I'm safe. I take a few more breaths, my heart pounding as hard as it's ever pounded at a mile a minute. I slowly turn my head to face the window. My heart sinks into my chest and I'm too afraid to scream or move. I turn my head to find a pale figure with beady black eyes staring through me and into my soul as a horrid grin creeps across its face. It was standing inside the whole time, knocking on my window. Well, do you wish you had just gone to sleep? Are you scared yet? No? Well, trust me, when you get into bed tonight, that story will certainly have a knock-on effect. Well... Let's see if our next story of terror will get you for who could be scared of a mother. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in the charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her mother, because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up, and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty in the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishing was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied, watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room, towards us. 
Sometimes she'd managed to move it all the way to the centre of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was the old wooden chair placed exactly in the centre of the room. Ooh. Terrifying stories. Spooky happenings. But that story didn't hang around long. So, continuing of our themes of things that shouldn't be terrifying, but certainly are. Our next story is only about sweet little children. Brian Bethel is a respected veteran journalist and current columnist for the Abilene Reporter News. In the 90s, Brian wrote a blog piece detailing an encounter that would soon come to be shared by many of us. His story is unique in that it was the first and it was told by someone with an eye for journalistic detail and absolutely nothing to gain, and a career to lose by spinning such an implausible yarn. One evening, as Brian sat parked outside the local movie theatre, filling out a cheque for the night deposit next door, his driver's side was approached by a couple of children, no more than 10 or 12 years old. Brian rolled down his window, expecting a request for money. Only one of the boys spoke, but even before any words came out of his mouth, Brian was gripped by fear, an irrational, heart-pounding fear that he couldn't explain. The boy told a story. They'd wanted to see the movie, but left their money at home, and could Brian give them a ride? Brian tried to avoid looking at them, not wanting his fear to show. He noticed that the last showing of the movie had already begun. The little boy implored, They were just a couple of kids. They didn't have a gun. As Brian finally locked eyes with the boy, his mind went wild with horror. Both the kids' eyes were coal black. Stammering an excuse, he began to roll up his window and put the car into gear. As the little boy called out angrily, We can't come in unless you say it's okay. Let us in. Brian burned rubber all the way home and wrote about the experience later that night. Apparently... He's far from the only one. Stories abound on the web about black-eyed people, usually children but sometimes adults, with similar requests, who cause unexplained panic in all who encounter them. Perhaps it's just those eyes, or the odd, somewhat alien nature of their speech, or the malevolent, predatory nature that those who encounter them can feel lurking just beneath the deep. No one has stuck around long enough to find out just who or what they are, Perhaps you'll find out some dark night on some side street as you're walking home. Let us know, will you? Well, are you feeling a little bit childish tonight? A little bit like your bed is the last place you want to be? Or if you're walking alone down the street right now listening to our campfire stories, 
watch out what might be right behind you. From all of us round the campfire and everyone at Camp Cast Me to Hell, we'd like to say to you a very Happy Halloween! Halloween.